It's Nia. I create custom couture wedding veils for my unapologetically fabulous brides through my brand, Love Always by Nia Imani. Check me out at niaimani.com. Hey, friend. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Doing okay. How are you? I am exhausted today. <laughs> been a long Monday already or yeah it's been a long day <laughs> it is Monday huh <laughs> mm-hmm. again again okay. but um I'm just gearing up for uh, a trip so you know, as always so much going on but I'm okay I'm an okay friend today <laughs> just okay <laughs> yeah I'm just making it honestly okay uh let's see what friend am I today mm, bleh bleh <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm the uh I don't know, I'm the blessed friend today. Blessed. And that's fine. And that's fine. I don't know how <laughs> else to describe my day or my feeling. I don't feel overly joyful, but I'm definitely not sad. So I'm just here. same. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I am so you got the eh blessed friends here today <laughs> with you guys. Um, welcome to our yeah. our limbo <laughs> and that's okay because we're still grateful no matter what yes. gratitude is always present so I am grateful to be alive I've actually had a pretty productive day I'm just feeling like whatever but you know what it won't last forever and that's the good news that's true and you know yes, what sir. I think those blessed days are necessary because for sure it's, it's exhausting um well for me my personality when I'm like super duper excited for days at a time I appreciate those days but I need to come down and I don't even think it lasts for that long it's like you know maybe a few hours or something I'm like all right that was fun (laughs) let's Mm -hmm. relax relax Mm -hmm. a bit so yeah necessary to regroup your emotions and just have a kind of day Right. I'm just like having the option to have those days because right. as the extroverted friend who is always doing the most. People are like, can you say, you're not on the hundred? What you doing? What? What's up? Nothing's <laughs> wrong. I'm just human. I just have a eh, day today. That's it. <laughs> Nothing. Right. It's funny um, how that can be perceived like either way. Right. 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 Like if I'm not on a thousand, if I just walk in the room like, oh, hey, y'all, what's going on? And today I'm just be like, what? <laughs> you good? Like, yeah. Are you sure? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm that friend. Very true. All right. Um, so you have a word for us today for our segment of You Just Got Worded. Worded. I'm going to the word I because high. I do have words. <laughs> Gay. Um, I have you a don't word have a- too. It's in that list. I put them right up in there. Um, there's one that I really liked that I'm going to use. Well, I, wrote it, we, I wrote it twice, unless you wrote that one the second time. Betrothed. <laughs> no. <laughs> go, go ahead, friend. Do your word. Did friend. you write that word? Um, I do not know. Okay, because I know I wrote it, but then it's there again. So maybe I just saw it again and wrote it again. I don't know. But I, I was reading something and it had that word in it and I was like that's a very fancy word so Mm -hmm. betrothed is spelled b-e-t-r-o-t-h-e-d and that is the person to whom one is engaged um Hmm. 
Yeah, so it's like an old way of saying engaged to be married. So, to whom are you betrothed? <laughs> and when is the wedding? Betrothed. Bitch. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so whenever one of my friends gets engaged, just know that I'm going to be using that word instead of engaged. I feel like people need to use that word in, like, wedding invitations or, like, bridal party invitations. Like, I just want to use it everywhere now. Isn't it good? It's just so As a fancy for everything. <laughs> it's very fancy. So that's my word like of the that. day. I love a good fancy word. I'm just, I just like the pomp and circumstance of it all. And I'm here for it because we like glitter and sequins. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Okay. I like that word. I okay. have a word and it's from our worded journal. <laughs> and the word is loquacious. Yay. I yes. love that word too. Loquacious is an adjective that means full of excessive talk or talkative. <laughs> also means given to fluent or excessive talk or girlicious. Girlicious. I have to pronounce that again because I think I may have said it wrong. Girl, like um, girlicious? Like hey, garlicious. Garlicious. Oh. G A R R U L O U S. Y'all get in three words today. <laughs> garlicious is also a word. Meaning talkative, pointlessly talkative. That's oh, what garlicious okay. means. So liquid um, extra as F. Is that yes, that is? excessively okay. it's like being wordy for no reason. Got it. And then garlicious means you're being uh, not only wordy, but it's annoying. Like you're just mm. out here just saying things. So I... don't be a loquacious talker and <laughs> definitely not a garlicious one because no one wants to listen to that. Uh, ditto. I had an ex who was both loquacious and garrulous, and it was annoying as fuck. Like, really? Um, oh God! Like, imagine like trying to get a point Ew. out of somebody, and it takes like a thirty-minute conversation just to figure out what that point was. Like, can we get to why we're having this discussion? Like, don't hurt your brain. Yes. Uh, and we—I don't know if we said this on a podcast in the past or just in person—but we are deductive listeners. Both yes. you and I. So that, for those who don't know, basically means we need to hear the point first and then all yeah. the extra stuff after, if you so choose. For sure. But give me the steak and potatoes. I don't want no parsley Please. until at the end. Oh, my God. If I even ask, because nine times out of ten, I could probably deduce the parsley. Right. I don't need it. And when I do ask, I still need you to, like, Stick with me with the big points of the small things that I'm asking about. Exactly. So, uh, loquacious. What is the other word? Garrulicious. Garrulicious. <laughs> Can you spell that? G-A-R. So, garrulicious. G-A-R-R-U-L-O-U-S. Hmm. I'm going to write that and add it to our list just to say we've said it because yep. this is a good word. I like how it looks. It makes me happy, which is why I can't. I was like, oh, let me click on that link to see what that means. <laughs> it was a good one. I've always loved loquacious, though. Mm-hmm. It's a good word. Yep. So y'all just got so, worded. Okay. And she said it. <laughs> she beat me to the punch again, people. You know how this is. 
Um, welcome to You Thought It, We Said It, where the yin and the yin of friends uh, talk about everything under the sun that deal with millennial lives. I know we don't often like explain our podcast because, of course, by now you probably have listened to two seasons with us. So thank you. But um, we have new listeners. And um, I had somebody slide in my DM and tell me that they listened to our podcast last week and they really enjoyed it. And they're going to go back and start from the beginning. Okay. And then the week before that, I had another person said that they love uh, watching the live and then they're going to go back and watch and listen to the podcast. So for Yay. you new listeners out there and our new um, followers and friends, hey, friends, hey, I am Kenesha B and my co-host Nia Imani, um, my yin is my oh, duh, is my co-host on the podcast, obviously. <laughs> um, and <laughs> And uh, you thought it, we said it is just everything that deals with millennial lives. And we talk about so much and we have so many great um, ideas that come from listening and observing and being around millennials and just what we go through on a daily basis. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. You know, I always cringe when somebody says they're going to go back and listen to our first episode from the beginning (sighs) because I'm like, uh... I remember where I was when we were recording. I was literally coming from a therapy session and I was getting on the train. I was in San Diego at the time. I was getting on the train because I had just sold my car. I was about to move out to San... Um, well, no. Did I sell my... No, I didn't sell my car. I was trying to save money because I was moving. Um, so I was getting on the train. It was loud in the background and I'm recording <laughs> and we're talking about... Uh, what was the season? What was the episode? Um... Not training camp. It was no uh, the combine. The combine. Yes. Yeah. So talking about <laughs> like scouting guys to date, and I'm on the the train, probably being loud, and it was the sound quality was terrible. But it's just a quick crash course in what you too can do if you stick with your idea and how Word. the quality of your ideas blossoms over time. So yeah, when you go back and listen to the first episode, I'm like. Ah! But then I'm like, you know what? You get to see our development over the last year and a half. And you know what, people? This is that first episode is still one of our most listened to episodes of all of them. So I think that we definitely did an amazing job with the content because the sound quality didn't even matter to folks. Very true. And you know what? I think a lot of people who listened had never listened to a podcast before. So there was nothing to compare it to, luckily for us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. so yeah thank you all for listening um thank you for sharing in advance because i know you are and yeah we're gonna get into today's topic let's do it now you want to go ahead and introduce to the uh, people sure so okay. uh sometimes in life <laughs> that was mm-hmm. your favorite saying remember you used to say that all the time that was like Girl, you get the name of your book. oh yeah it is huh <laughs> <laughs> that i'll be looking at myself like yep that too. I, I had a whole um TED talk last week. Really? And I used that phrase like three times. Oh yes, I was, I was with myself. you. Yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, sorry, go ahead. No. Uh so yeah, sometimes in life you get to a point in your relationship, whether it's platonic or romantic. I think for the sake of this episode, we're gonna stick with romantic. Uh you decide that you know what, I need to set some boundaries so that I can be the best person I can be in this relationship and that I can make sure that you understand 
what I will and will not accept so that I can continue the happiness within me and then give that to you. So that being said, there's some things that, um, some boundaries that we all have to set and it should be before we get into these relationships. And Mm -hmm. maybe it's something that you haven't thought about. Um, And boundaries are not necessarily restrictions. It's just what you prefer and what you won't accept. And it could be literally just that simple. Like, so I think it's something that we all need to take a step back, sit with ourselves and think about. And it could be based on past experiences. It could be based on what you've seen from other people's relationships or maybe Mm -hmm. something you've read. Just it comes from learning and paying attention to yourself and other people and other situations. So boundaries is the topic of the day. And Kanisha, what would you like to say about it? (laughs) Let's get into it, friends. So let me just say that I think that boundaries, when people hear the word boundaries, they automatically think restrictions. And like you said, it doesn't have to be restrictive, guys. I think for me, boundaries are like recipe. This is a recipe for the perfect Kenesha. If you follow these guidelines, you won't miss every time. You'll make the perfect Kenesha every time. You will create the perfect formula for how to maneuver around it. And I say this to almost everybody who I now call my friend. They know this, that I am complicated in the simplest of ways. And for example, right, I hate white sauces. Everyone knows that I don't do white sauces. It may be complicated because you may have to sit there and ask people what, you know, what they have on the sandwich or what comes in this wrap. But you just know, don't get any white sauce. You never have to think about that is a boundary. Like I'm not eating any food with white sauce (laughs) unless it's my sister's chicken Alfredo or this white pizza that I've just discovered that I have to burn because the cheese is too wet. Look at you. I'm so proud of you for stepping outside (laughs) of your comfort zone. I'm learning. Alfredo is <laughs> a new one. I didn't hear that one. Only my sister's Alfredo, not just, it has to be only hers. Is it less white? It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. which is why it's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll be looking at everybody like, mm, it still looks like the color white. I'm good. <laughs> um, but like I, like I was saying, you know, it's it's complicated. People are like, oh my God, why you don't eat it? Like, it's, the reasonings don't matter. Just like with boundaries, the reasonings don't matter. It is what it is because it's the perfect way to approach you or the perfect way to help you listen to something or the perfect way to speak to you. It is what it is just because. But if you follow it specifically, you'll be fine. Right. And so when you are setting boundaries for yourself and for how others treat you, think about it as just the perfect recipe to show people how to love you and to, to how to love yourself, really. Yeah. Um, so, okay, friend, let's get into it now. Let's talk about some boundaries that you establish from jump in a romantic relationship. What are like three out of the blue, oh, not top three, but just, oh, just three. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't even have one. <laughs> I didn't even oh, okay. prepare for okay. this. <laughs> I knew what the topic was, and I said, I'm not doing my homework tonight, <laughs> but I'm going to show up <laughs> anyway be a rogue students <laughs> for attendance. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me think. Um, romantic relationship, a boundary. Hmm. You know, I I have one already. Off do? The dome. Oh, perfect. Go ahead. Because you know what? Here's for the you. Oh, for me. Oh, perfect. Let's see. <laughs> Nia will not date anybody who does not walk on the right side of the street. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that, I, 
that's ideal, right? Because I definitely did. And it rubbed me the wrong way the whole time, every time. And that should have been an indicator for me that there's something else not right about this situation because I wouldn't have, that wouldn't have bothered me so bad, I think, if everything else was better or more copacetic. Mm. That's how I deduce that. Um, because that's, a, that's something that something, and I'm not the type to hold back how I feel about things. Um, mm-hmm. But I chose not to say anything because I wasn't trying to, I wasn't even invested anymore at that point. I'm like, you know what? It don't even matter. He ain't going to be around the next couple matter. weeks. So, you know what? Let him, let me be in danger's way. And he won't have to worry about it <laughs> because I'm not going to yeah. say shit. Lord, um, uh, Lord but me. one thing I do have a boundary that I just thought about is I need to be heard in my relationships. So someone who is just a flat out non-listener, like actively not paying attention when I'm talking or I have to repeat myself several times, like that is not only a red flag, it's something that I'm not willing to accept. So I have to feel comfortable talking to you. And it seems like it seems so simple and so remedial, but I can guarantee that anybody listening to this has had an issue being able to talk to somebody that they've been romantically involved with in the past. It may not be the person currently, but at some point. And that's a problem. Why don't we listen to each other? I think I it's mean, strange. we're not really given the tools of rip, right? Like a lot of us are fortunate to learn them as we grow up, but many of us are not. Right. And yeah, so. I guess it's a learned. It's not an excuse, though. It's not. It's not because we can change our stripes at any point. Like I don't. Yep. I don't believe in that. You know, um, you're too old to learn new tricks, or you can't. A tiger, tiger doesn't change his stripes. Yeah, if they don't right. want to, sure, they won't. <laughs> um, that whole I've always been this way. This is who I am. Like, is it? Yeah, it's not okay. So, in a relationship, my boundary. Um, like, I guess one of my top ones is I need to be able to be heard. Yeah. That's a good boundary. Yeah. I don't know if it's a boundary or not, but that that's that's that. <laughs> what about no, you? I What's mean, the one? Huh? Go ahead. I, I think that, you know, the boundary is that you, you can't communicate with anybody who's not going to listen to you. Right. And so... So yeah, that's definitely. I'm I'm thinking of like, yeah. Okay, moving <laughs> on. That's me. The boundary. Yes. Um, one of my boundaries when it comes to like just beginning communication, I don't respond to text messages that don't say like "hello," "hi," "good morning." I feel like I've I've definitely said this before, but like, it's not just the the "hello," "hi," "good morning." It's not the greeting of the the text. One, I'm not a texter. Like I prefer phone calls and FaceTime over everything. And so not only is that something for me, but in order to make sure that you understand the respect part of communication, I need you to share a greeting. Like, I need you to know that we did not, you know, wake up together and that you're texting me like a a warm hello. Like, this this is our introduction today. And you can't introduce yourself to me today acting like it's yesterday. Like, don't continue. Just start today off right. And so I make it a point to be very vocal about the way that I like to be greeted and I feel like it's the same in person if you when you see me for the first time if you wouldn't if you would say hello 
then when you text me, say hello. <laughs> I'm right. not going to answer it. I just don't understand why people... <laughs> I, I ignore them. I'll wait until the next day or whenever I feel like responding because who are you talking to? Um, I love that one so much, that example, because just imagine like seeing somebody on the street and they just start the conversation. <laughs> what <laughs> you doing? Like, hi. minding my business. What do you... Hello? <laughs> like... And we do that to people, you know? Oh, that's hilarious. I just feel like, and I've had guys question me on it because I'm very adamant. Mm-hmm. And although I didn't have to explain, whenever I have explained, it's like, okay, imagine the phone being out of the picture and imagine you being at my door and I opened it. Now, whatever you text me, just say that to my face the first time you see me in the morning. And what do you think I'm supposed to do? Right. Because I'm just going to be standing there looking at you like, you know you're not coming inside, right? <laughs> you're not coming in here. That is hilarious. I love a good visual. Yeah, and so, because you could see your face as somebody sitting there, whatever they text you that first thing in the morning, you can see your face like, what? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> and then you go, uh, hello, and they're like, oh, hey, hi. Like, yeah, nigga, hi. Good morning. So, um, so yeah, that's definitely a boundary for me, and I think it just goes back to, you know, the way that I was brought up in just greeting and showing a type of respect, especially for people's day. I don't want to introduce the day with you or the communication for the day with you without just showing some type of, just some some uh, some level of respect, I think. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's, again, another foundational thing that seems just minuscule, but it's so important and people don't do it. They don't. Oh, and it's so <laughs> aggravating. I, I hate ignoring messages, especially when I see them. Because I'm definitely not one of those people like, oh, sorry, we just saw this. I'm like, oh, I did not answer because you did not say hello. Mm-hmm. But to respond to your message, <laughs> you know, like, I'm definitely going to let you know that this is why. Because we've, if the, if it's come up the first time, like, if you've done it once, I'll definitely check it the first time. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, something that I really enjoy is when people greet me before they start talking about whatever during the day. So, mm-hmm implement and then if you do it again then I have to ignore you I'm gonna just rephrase it like oh hey definitely remind you that I don't like this but I'll respond now um yeah yeah that's one um and keep in mind so boundaries are similar to pet peeves in that they're personal so Mm -hmm. it's things that you have to set for yourself so while me and Kanisha might prefer a good morning or a good afternoon or good evening Mm. uh, (laughs) hello (laughs) top of the morning to you cheerio Uh, (laughs) good day mate um, <laughs> they're gonna be so annoyed when they listen to this in the UK. Sorry, guys, but we love it so much. I know. Why was I thinking earlier today? Side note, real quick, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. How we were on Facetime with Alexis. <laughs> I, I she didn't was really a- say that. So our friend was in the UK, oh and she was God. with her her cousin, who we're is so British. <laughs> and why are we on the phone? Like, hello, good afternoon. Hello, hello, cheerio. <laughs> she was looking at us like, if y'all don't stop. <laughs> She was being so gracious, though. And then as soon as they hung up, we were like, that's why they hate Americans. Like, <laughs> they have to. This is it. Right why did here. we do that? It was so natural and so, uh, so out of pocket. But it was hilarious. It's good. <laughs> it, it, and we do it every time. Like, don't let us go to London. It's about to be over. Oh, God. When we go there together, it's over for the whole entire place they're gonna be like they... i don't know who these americans are with a fake <laughs> british accent but they really need to chill out 
They will extradite us on site. <laughs> Passport on site. Actually, but, y'all yeah. gonna have to stay here so you can really learn the language so you can stop doing that <laughs> dumbass accent. Finish. I want to play all day. Shit. <laughs> y'all think it's funny? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, even though we prefer that, you know, you might not, and that's okay. But you have to decide what that is um, up front. Uh, another boundary I thought about mm-hmm. is in a romantic relationship, I will not um, fix you. Boom. That is not my job. Yep. No longer my job. Yep. I made it my business in the past, and that was a, an epic fail. <laughs> and I will never do that again because I ain't nobody's mother. When I become someone's mother, it still may not be my job to fix them. Like, I'm going to raise them, teach them. But, you know, I'll, if they ask for help with something, I'll help them. But I can't fix your life. My name is not Ayala, Mm -hmm. and I don't prefer that. There are literal fixers. Um, Shout out to, what's her name? Yeah, the therapist, the people um, out there fixing these scandals. And there's... There's real careers out there for that. The Olivia I'm not Pope's do it anymore. of the world. Yes, her, her. Yep. Um, I was trying to think of her name, but I could not. It's been that long. I got you. Um, <laughs> appreciate you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it, first of all, it's too draining. Second of all, it's not my position because I don't want to be your fixer. I want to be your girl. I want to be your wife. Whatever the situation, I'm your, your fiance. Like, that's who I want to be, not your doctor. That's not my job. So Ooh. while I'll... Yeah, I'll ask you questions to help you come to a conclusion if I see a clear conclusion. that's So that's how I do it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because it becomes more of a conversation as opposed to me saying, okay, well, this is the easy fix. Like, I saw it. I don't know how you didn't. Um, instead of doing that, which may sound arrogant, but it's also like, all right, I'm tired of you over there wallowing in pity when you have a clear resolution in front of you. I'll just ask, like, so, you know, what do you think about this? How would that affect um, this situation and then let you come to the conclusion but as far as um, just putting on my uh, fixer hat and Mm-mm. my tool belt Mm-mm. I ain't doing it no ma'am that's a, that's a hard boundary I've set in my life period and especially in uh, romantic relationships I totally 100,000% agree with Nia the answer is not gonna happen no. we're just tired it's tiring and we've learned better that you can put all of that work in and not get any of it because it's not your job exactly so don't try yep um i love that okay i have another one okay one of my boundaries um in relationships is clean fighting and Hmm. i hold that to the highest regard i do not play when it comes to clean fighting and I've been in relationships where it's gotten out of control and I um but I've been I've also been in relationships where it's never gotten that far mm-hmm. um, unless we both were just at a thousand and all the gloves came off but what I like to say is that when arguments do happen don't ever curse at me like I know some people cur- like I curse but when I'm having an argument I won't I I just won't because I've seen and I know how that goes and I know for someone like me where I could be explaining something to you and the level of irritation that might get to you or whatever I said that might get to you may cause you to curse at me but it's never gonna let me it's never gonna make me stay calm 
see what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to mm-hmm. tighten the conversation. Someone's going to yeah. get louder. Someone's going to get madder. It's just going to take it to another level. So yeah. whenever I can stop it, I'm like, you know what? You cursed, I'm out. I don't care what, what mid-sentence, mid-phrase, it doesn't matter because now you've lost your words. And mm-hmm. I pride myself on words. And if you're going to curse, that means you chose the wrong word. Because you knew a different one. You made a conscious decision or a subconscious one. I don't know. But it doesn't matter because we've agreed on clean fighting. And so if you're going to throw the rule out the window, I can't talk to you. That is a boundary because I'm just going to get upset. It's just no chill. You get what I'm saying? And so to avoid the non-chill situation, let's just all take a step back. We're going to close this chapter and we'll revisit it and read it when we can, when you find your words back. Because hmm. I can't. So clean That's- very interesting because I'm I wouldn't say the opposite cursing doesn't bother me at all in mm-hmm. an argument as long as you're not calling me out of my name like right. I can't be a motherfucker I can't be a bitch like let's yeah, yeah, not yeah. do that I I love a good curse word in regular life mm-hmm. especially in <laughs> arguments because I as you we all know we know a lot of words we have a whole segment in our podcast about them um, mm-hmm. but I curse on a regular basis, not because I don't I know any others, but because mm-hmm. I choose those words and they put a exclamation point on what I'm saying. And for me, I think that exhibits a lot of self-control on your part to be able to not curse when you're upset or when you're having a spirited conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that, and again, these are personal boundaries for me, Yeah. um, being that it's part of my everyday vernacular. I, I'm just like, oh, well, here's another fuck word. Here's another bitch bomb. And yeah. maybe it's not to you or about you, but it's about the situation. And I do my best. And first of all, I don't even want to argue anymore in the future. Like, yeah. I would just exit stage left if the art mm-hmm. turns into an argument. Because <laughs> I feel like at this age or at this experience level in my life, I we can have spirited conversations without it turning into a full-blown argument. Um yeah, so yeah, that's that's very interesting though that you have that self control to turn off the curse words during arguments. Yeah, because I didn't really start cursing until like my senior year in high, in high school, really. Hmm. Like it just wasn't something that I did. Yeah. And so because I know how it makes me feel, I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to do it to me. And I make a very conscious effort not to curse at people when I'm arguing with them. If yeah. it's somebody outside, that's different. You are all the words I'm about to use all of them together like in a one sentence so you understand <laughs> okay but if it's somebody that I love I don't know how it, it, just you know there's so many different things that could go left and mm-hmm. what I found is that when I hear a curse word I focus on that curse word not on the statement now I can't get that you just said you know whatever you said out my brain so whatever followed I don't hear it I'm like did you just say fuck to me you know what I can't take it I'm done and so I just I have to for my own sanity be like now we got to find different words and that lets me know that the conversation may just begin to a level that's just not comfortable for me anyway so I just need to back out um but that's my boundary that's my thing very interesting yes Let's friend see. you were you about to say the same thing i was about to say uh nope i just said let's see <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i was about to say let's see us take a break and be right back uh, okay <laughs> let's do that <laughs> okay brb
It's Nia. If you're an unapologetically fabulous bride-to-be, or if you know one, you both need to check out my website, niaimani.com. I create custom couture wedding veils, and I also restore vintage and heirloom wedding veils. Now, just for our You Thought It, We Said It listeners, I'm giving away a free garter to the next 10 people who sign up for my newsletter. Head to niaimani.com right now to get your free garter. That's niaimani.com. It's Nia again. So, uh, funny story. <laughs> My word of the day is actually pronounced betrothed, not betrothed. So, when you use it in a sentence, be better than me and pronounce it the correct way. We're back. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just be quiet. She's going to say something anyway. Let me just say it. Because when uh, we come back, like, I'm receiving the the invitation to the chat and yeah. so I'm like I have to say something and let her know I'm here so. you do you do because it's like hello welcome hello? back all right hello hello we're back yeah like, okay. <laughs> yes so in the first segment we gave some examples of our own boundaries can we discuss how to set those boundaries Yes, and, we yes, because you know everyone listening doesn't have the same personality type. We might be more forward than others, and, mm-hmm. or more um, confident in speaking about how we feel. And some people are still, you know, trying to get a grasp on that. So, what would be your advice on how to approach boundaries in a newer relationship um, for someone who may not be used to used to expressing their sentiments to their significant other? Definitely. So I'm hoping that you're in a super healthy relationship, right? Because that's what we all are looking for out here. And if you are, there has to be whatever way you found to communicate, you need to communicate. So if that is showing people boundaries, that is going to be the most expressive because what I've found is that the boundaries are created based on the situations, of course, right? And so if you are consistent in showing someone that this is how you want to be treated or this is how you don't want to be treated every time consistently they should get it and if you can't say it write it you know I I don't know when people have strayed away from writing but I think Mm -hmm. that writing is super healthy Uh, it's okay to write a letter to someone that you're dating it's super okay to do I think that's amazing and so precious and romantic regardless of what it's about I mean unless you're breaking up with them like everything else before that I think (laughs) is such a romantic touch because it's a lost art like you were saying yes I mean I'm we are both word people we Mm -hmm. love words and I love notes post-its cards I'm definitely that girl and so Mm -hmm. if I can't find the words then and there I may send a text message later on in the day I may just put a post-it up somewhere just as a reminder. Like there are tons of creative ways for you to express yourself without having to be assertive or whatever the case is. Like you don't have to turn into someone that makes you uncomfortable. You just have to find comfortable ways to make your point valid or to make, excuse me, not even valid because it's valid regardless, but to make your point heard. So, uh, you know, just, just see what makes you tick. Right. So if texting is your thing, text. If notes and letters are your thing, do that. If sending a voice note makes oh hello. Um but I'm can you hear me? The whole thing like did some random shit. Like it I was like, I don't 
think she can hear me. <laughs> I'll say hello for hello from Mad Long. Oh no. Damn it. What was the last thing you said? Um before you because I started talking find creative find creative ways to do it, whether it's texting. Yes. Okay. Okay, good. That was the last thing I heard. So all right. Anyway. (laughs) And three, two, one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. All right. We gotta get the last out first. (laughs) And then do the countdown. (laughs) All right. All right. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot stop counting that way now. Now you've got to count for the three to one. I can't do that. Ah, okay. okay. Wait, are I'm you going to talk at just... one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Stop. All right. Okay. I concur. Those are all. Don't laugh. <laughs> Those are all excellent ways. Okay, I'm gonna start over. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Okay, all right, and we're back, and we're here. Yes, we're here. Okay, so I agree. Those are all excellent ways um, that I would utilize if I didn't know how to express myself verbally um, mm-hmm. to someone in a relationship that's probably newer. Um, and you know what? For those relationships that aren't new, I could definitely speak to setting boundaries later on now mm-hmm. this my experience hasn't been doing I haven't done it in a healthy relationship so mm-hmm. at the time where I decided to set boundaries it was at a point where there shouldn't have been a relationship in the first place at that point so it was kind of like falling on deaf ears but I will say that we are allowed to change our minds. We're ever evolving humans. We have situations. We go through things with people and decide what those boundaries should be for us as we go along. You might not all have them ready in the beginning. um, But once you decide, you know what, this is not something I like, or I prefer Mm -hmm. if we handle things this way, then that's when it should be said, when you decide, when you realize for yourself that something needs to change. And if you are in a, in a healthy romantic relationship, your partner will receive that. So, you know, however, like Kanisha was saying before, however you communicate most effectively and however that person receives communication most effectively is how that boundary should be set. So if you are used to sitting at the dinner table with your significant other and that's when you have your best talks, or maybe it's in bed right before you go to sleep, that's when you have those conversations. Like, you know what, babe? I noticed that I feel most comfortable when we do X, Y, and Z. I know in the past it wasn't like that, but I've just been paying attention to myself more closely and I realize I'm more happy this way. And I wanted to let you know so that we can move forward in that way because I don't ever want you to, think that I like one thing when I've changed my mind about it. So that's right. how that's how I would present it if I were, you know, deciding that there's a new boundary in my life. And I the, like that. The person that you're with thinks. The person that you're with should receive it. And mm-hmm. pay close attention to how they frame their responses. And you have to pay attention to to the words that you choose too. Because if it's something that the other person is doing that you don't like, don't 
point the finger at them. Express how it makes you feel, right? Express what that action is and frame it in the way that you want to express how you want to feel moving forward. Um, Yeah. Because it's not always about you personally, but that's the only person you can speak to, right? You can only speak about your own feelings. You can't tell the other person how they feel and what makes them do what they do. They are going to have to decide what's their issue and why they're doing whatever they're doing. But you can only speak to you. But when you do that, pay attention to the response because that will tell you everything you need to know about where that person is mentally about that situation or about you and how you need to move forward. That's real. And you um, you said something earlier, friend, that I was going to speak on next, right? Like figuring out why these things are your boundaries or why they make you feel a certain way is super crucial because sometimes we may not like one thing that I've worked hard to not do in future relationships or the current relationship is to bring the old instances into newness mm-hmm. and we have a habit of doing it because the lie that people told you about leaving old baggage is untrue you have to unpack it in order for you to leave it alone if you don't unpack it it will just be a suitcase full of old shit still there That's guys right. and girl mm-hmm. so unpack your luggage and in order to do that you have to figure out what made those things wrong so for example um I used to be annoyed with like space. Like I needed my space. I just don't want you in my face. It's super annoying. <laughs> and I'm currently in a relationship where I value the close proximity because it's not annoying mm. because it's inspiring to me. Yeah. And so I had to figure out how to, you know, create, still create a boundary, right? Because I still want personal space without it being a product of a past relationship or mm-hmm. without it being the reasoning from before. Like, it's not because you annoy me, right? If I ask for space, now I know it's not because you're being annoying. If I ask for space, it's because I got to do something, I'm being productive, whatever it is. But I've had to work through the reasonings behind the boundaries so that I can understand when they change, if they're going to change, how I can clearly communicate that. Yeah. And so I would encourage everybody to figure out why your boundaries are there. Like, what it, what's the point for you? And you don't have to express that to people, but you just got to know it for you. Yeah. Because one thing you don't want to do is just be doing shit for no reason. Mm. Like, why? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you need to ask yourself, why do I do this? <laughs> why am I doing that right now? Why did I say that? What You know, just figure it out. And it's a little confusing at first, but the more that you practice it, like every other thing, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. And so you'll be able to hopefully get to a point where you can stop yourself and be like, you know what, I did that, but that is not what I was supposed to do. That's not what I was supposed to say. And you can backtrack and apologize and do whatever you have to do to make it right. But um, figure it out first, y'all, yeah. before you out here just being like, I like to be called three times a day because morning, noon, night. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> It's not, <laughs> no. And, you know, whatever the case was with your past relationship, maybe you never heard from that person, which is why you like to be called three times a day. Yeah. Maybe this person is better at texting and they'll text you all day long and you don't even have to implement that as a boundary. You never know, right? Yeah. But don't bring past shit into the present or the future because it's just going to be a mess. That's that's true. You know, mm-hmm. I noticed that I come to those re- revelations about why I do things or why things affect me in certain ways Mm -hmm. when we're either talking, you and I, because we always have revelations together, but this podcast, 
and when I'm reading it's the weirdest mm. thing when I'm reading a book like something that'll there'll be one word like betrothed and it'll be <laughs> <laughs> and I'll look up that word it means engaged and then boom I realize why I don't like someone to look through my phone or I don't know whatever the case is like it's just random times where I have revelations so I could hear people being like you know well, how do I figure out what or how because we are introspective you and I because we yep. we do the work on a regular basis whether it's meditating whether it's praying whether it's sitting mm-hmm. with ourselves reading journaling whatever the case is um and some people are just getting on board with that and maybe they have other ways of discovery self-discovery but um I would just listen to those inner voices because they talk to you it's you talking to yep. you and it's probably your past more than likely talking to you like hey this happened this is why you're doing this and you're not crazy you're just reminding yourself because you're quiet enough in your head to hear that voice reminding you why you're doing the things you do and why you do it yeah yeah so just thought I'd I'd share that 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 is a great point friend and I think that I don't I have not heard of a journey where anyone has done work that isn't introspective. Mm-hmm. So I think that we, you get to a point that you become introspective because you understand that the answers are within. Mm-hmm. And to do answers. any work, you have to understand that the answers, you have them. You just got to figure, You it's like untying a knot. Mm-hmm. You have the string, it's just knotted. You just untie it and then it's a whole rope that you can use to pull yourself up. <laughs> yep. And literally that's what a therapist does. And we always yes. talk about therapy and some people are still probably like, oh my God, here they go again with the therapy shit. Blah, blah, yes. Blah. yes, yes, again. we're going again because um, although I don't have an active therapist currently, I was given some of the best tools I was ever given in my life, which was mm-hmm. how to sit through and with my situations and my thoughts from my therapist. And so I'm not seeing one right now. I will in the very near future because I need to get acclimated with one again. But she gave me so many ways to think about things and to not take things personally and how to sift through past experiences and relationships. And it just, it was one of those teach a man to fish situations. And Mm -hmm. so she taught me how to, do the work for myself when I'm not with her or when I'm not with another um, professional. So it's so important, even if you do a few months worth of sessions or maybe even a couple of weeks worth of sessions, it makes a big difference when you're uh, open enough to be open (laughs) with your therapist because it'll help you (laughs) in the long run. For sure. I 100% agree with Nia. At some point in time, guys, just just stop by one and if they're great like she said they'll give you tools so that you learn to feed yourself and she's still using them to this day and she hasn't seen the lady in such a long time yeah definitely you were saying something about baggage and I was thinking about it and I agree that we should definitely unpack it um the thing that people don't want to believe is that no matter how much you unpack you do bring those experiences with you to your new relationships Mm -hmm. Good or bad, though. So Mm -hmm. if you've done the unpacking, you're going to remember certain situations. And when you're in maybe a similar one or you respond or someone says something that reminds you of something someone else said in a past relationship, you now know what that could look like 
based on how you've reacted in the past and based on who this person in front of you is. So these past relationships can and should be tools for how you create more healthy relationships in the future. So it's, uh, you know, we call it baggage and maybe it turns into, I don't know, carry on luggage instead, like, because it's some, they're essentials because you don't want to act like shit didn't happen. Um, Right. Right. Even if you unpack, you still need to take that shit with you. You got to bring it back home somehow, some way. So, I mean, unless you have the men in black pen that erase <laughs> your memory, you're always going to bring stuff with you from right. other relationships. And it's supposed to be there to help you. Relationships are tools. They're building blocks yes. so that you don't get into the same type of relationship twice if you do the work yeah. before you get into another one. Yeah. So, yes, you have to unpack them. And what people fail to do is unpack before they get into a new relationship. Mm-hmm. They want to unpack it while they're in the relationship. They want other people to help them do their laundry. Be a the dirty clothes. No. Right. Nobody's helping you wash your own clothes. Exactly. Do your own shit. <laughs> by yourself. Okay? Right. I just need space in the luggage to put newness, new things. And it's not extra baggage, but the things you learn. Your suitcases should hold the things you need. The, yeah. Like Nia said, the essentials. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to be single for a bit after you get out of a relationship Um, Mm -hmm. because you get to sit with yourself. And if you're paying attention to you, then you can unpack those things. And even the first relationship or first uh, situationship you get into after that, that's where you're kind of like testing out the stuff that you unpacked too so be careful even if you were single for six months a year two years be careful of the next relationship because that's also the first opportunity you have to test what you've learned while you were single and Mm -hmm. what you did in the past and how it can affect how you move forward so be careful with who you choose to rebound with because no matter how long after it can still be considered a rebound so just be very clear that that's always a possibility. Yes. And I think another important part to this, you know, in setting boundaries is knowing and being flexible with your, with understanding boundaries, not with your boundaries, but with knowing that they change, mm-hmm. right? Like some of them are going to be foundational and some of them will change with different people. Like minds with proximity. I had one and now I don't. Or I do, but it's not as strict. I don't know, but... It's just the person you were with. (laughs) You didn't want to be around that fuck boy. (laughs) That's real. That's real. But even, I mean, I have friends who I just can't... I I can take you in doses. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... I love you to death. Small doses. Mm. Because who I am now is not who you met me as when we met. Yeah. And that's not to say that I don't love you just as much or the same. That's just to say who I am now can't take all of that. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. So I think that want the perfect recipe for every situation as much as you can control, right? Because there are always going to be things that we can't control. But if I can say, okay, this is how you operate around Kenesha and as your girlfriend to make the best, you know, to, to help Kenesha be the best girlfriend she can be, then I just need you to do these things. I need you to say good morning. I need you to walk on the right side of the street. I need you to listen to me. I need you to talk to me, right? Like I need you to write me, whatever it is. Those are the things that are going to help people navigate how you are. And they 
will change depending on you know who you grow to be because every day we're we're somebody different we're somebody new and that's okay and I think that what I got caught up on was being who I am because Mm -hmm. I'm very um like matter of fact about who I am right Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not asking anybody I'm telling you this is who I am and I expect you to respect that Mm -hmm. And I didn't give myself leeway to be different sometimes. I just wanted people, I never wanted people to be confused about Kenesha. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I still can say to this day, but there are certain instances, especially when it comes to romantic relationships, that I'm not the Kenesha that my friends get. Of course, I'm not supposed to be, but I had to learn to maneuver with that, right? And be a little softer and a little more flexible with that part of who I was. So Mm -hmm. if you're anything like me, somebody who prides themselves on just being a consistent person, you know, I value like rigidity sometimes. Give yourself space to flex. It's okay. That's a good one. Has mm-hmm. anyone ever given you a boundary and what was it in a relationship? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had an issue with the way I spoke at people. Same. That was my... <laughs> That wasn't yours. <laughs> that is mine. Yes. That's the I, number one boundary. I'm mad, I I don't understand. Like, <laughs> first of all, to get me upset, it takes work. So you've done this to yourself. As far as I'm concerned, anybody who pisses me off, they did this to themselves. This mm-hmm. is your fault. But I'm grown now. And so I can see different. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I <laughs> realize is that. My Napoleonic complex would rear its ugly motherfucking head and I would be talking to people like I was their boss or their parent and I'm just not. And that came with realizing that I'm not a fixer for anybody and I was frustrated at being that person and it not working out that way or at repeating myself 30,000 times to someone who wasn't going to listen from the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like It was my frustrations that carried me to a point where I felt like I couldn't communicate with someone that I had to communicate at someone. Hmm. And because I'm not that person and I don't reach for that, like I'm not repeating myself 30 times. If you don't do it, you're going to lose. That's you. That's not me. You know, like that's just how I feel about life right now. And so I've learned to not talk at people to communicate with you. And if you don't want to communicate the way that I'm communicating, then we don't need to communicate at this point. Hmm. We just gonna walk away. Yep. Uh, so apparently that's something I'm still working on because <laughs> I, oh, God. listen, I was a firecracker in the past where you light a little spark and boom, fourth of July <laughs> on your ass. <laughs> like, don't fuck with me. That's just how it was. Like, especially when you, are, when you are so wrong and I am not, I'm trying to show you that. A, I was trying to show you that A, you're wrong, which mm-hmm. that's not my job anymore. Um, right. And B, I'm pissed, which I didn't have to do either one because clearly I'm pissed and clearly <laughs> you're wrong. It's more so, okay, this is how this is affecting me. How are we going to move forward? Right? That should be the conversation. But mm-hmm. in the past, I was a lot louder, a lot um, less willing to listen, especially when you were just wrong, period. Like, I don't want to hear any excuses. I don't want to hear reasons. All I want to hear is, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Let's get something to eat. Like, whatever the case was. Now, I am not going to raise my voice 
for anyone right. unless it's to yell a song unless it's mm-hmm. to scream to the top of, top of my lungs every key change and love on top mm-hmm. like that's the only way I'm raising my voice and mm-hmm. so even now where I'm being more even toned I make it my business to do so but I still get pushback like oh I don't like how you're talking to me well how is that I'm telling you how I feel yeah I repeated myself a couple times because you didn't hear it the first time clearly because you're giving me something else that has nothing to do with what we're talking about Mm -hmm. and so I'm just I'm not there yet apparently but I think I thought I was like and I guess the tone of my voice does not matter but at the end of the day if for example you do something wrong Mm -hmm. and it affects me and it's only about me and you I'm going to tell you how that affected me that you know I don't appreciate this and I would appreciate if you did X, Y, and Z. That's it. I don't, again, a deductive listener. I don't give a shit about anything else. Like, don't give me reasons at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, and that's maybe something I have to communicate more effectively, is I, at that point, when I'm feeling like I've been wronged, I don't want to hear why. I just want to hear that you acknowledge that I feel this way and that you are not going to do it again and that it wasn't your intention. Or if it was your intention, tell me that shit. So that now we can move in our separate directions. So that's where I'm at with that. I'm still apparently not the greatest. Um, but I guess I'm working on it. I don't know. No, friend, I don't think I, I know you are working on it because your question you're asking about it. Right. And mm-hmm. you're acknowledging that it's not your strong point, but that you are conscious of it. And awareness is everything we as mm-hmm. people. So, yeah, you are working on it. I think that it's difficult to navigate conversations when you are at a different growth level than someone who you're talking to and that's the problem yeah that that's going to be a consistent problem for us because we have to navigate spaces with people again who just aren't at that level yet and we've learned and we've seen that when someone does something wrong the first thing they want to do is not make it right yeah. or apologize but to reason yeah that's just hella annoying I swear. right but it just because we're such deductive people, we understand that that wastes time. Mm-hmm. And because we're not time wasters, that's why it annoys us so much. Right. right? But everyone else in the world operates that way. Right? Yeah. Like, they're explaining and expressing and reasoning. And we're like, but you're wasting time. Right? Did you do it? <laughs> Say sorry. Can y'all, Are you sorry? Stop. Right. Can y'all just stop <laughs> it? Just stop it. Stop fucking okay. shit up and giving explanations and soliloquies and dialogues about it. I don't care about we your text messages. Know. Good we time. already know that you messed up. We right. see that, which is why the face is like this right now. <laughs> this is why you're getting this face is because you did mess up. What well, we want to hear, and this is because of our love languages. Yeah, oh. yep. And our apology okay. languages. Did you take Girl, that quiz? Yes, I will backslash you. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. For those of you who don't know. Not only uh, are there love languages, there are apology languages. Just we used to do an episode about that, friend. We should. Let's do a love language. Oh, we should. I think I just got an idea. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, you want to table it and talk about it when we're done? We are gonna. Oh, yes. Okay. Do that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> I was about to say okay or not. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> but yes, okay, just good. Google Schmoogle apology language, and you can take the quiz and figure out what yours is. And that's I think mm-hmm. important for 
individuals, for couples, and for families. Everybody yeah. who has a voice and um, an interpersonal relationship in their life needs to know how they like to be apologized to. Because we all fuck yes. up in some way, somehow. And we want to yes. make sure that we are not apologizing for ourselves. That we right. are speaking to the person who we've done wrong in a way that's most effective for them so that we don't put dig a deeper hole. Because it happens so often, and that's how fights happen. That's how breakups happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a miscommunication, mm-hmm. always. Friend, I just thought of a new boundary. Ooh, what was it? What is it? I don't want to date someone who doesn't know what their love language is. Mm. Or who? No, because not everybody knows that. At this point, I'm not dating people who don't know what love languages are. <laughs> I don't care. It's not gonna happen. Real quick, because a lot of people uh-huh. don't. And if you go on any social media, no, not any, Hinge, if you go on Hinge, that's one of the prompt questions for people yes. when they um, match with you. You yes. would be surprised when the prompt says, my love uh, language is, and they say tacos. Now, that could be uh, that could be an ironic way of saying it. But if you say 2K20, like, all right, we are not going to match. But yes, there's a lot of people out there who don't even know what a love, love language is. And- I have not swiped on any of those. <laughs> Clearly. Because I'm not. I'm not even date. I'm not going to go on a date with you if you do not know what. If I say love language and you're like, what? I can't. Yeah. There's nothing for us to do. So I'm going to say that I will not ever have a romantic relationship with someone who does not know what their love language is. Because mm-hmm. at this point in the game, the conversation levels that I require, I need you to have some level of awareness about yourself. And I think that a love language should be a foundational starter pack. It should be in like the the starter pack for girlfriends and boyfriends. You need to just know who you are. I think that's and that so comes true. with it. Yep. So, I took, new boundary. I love it. And I think that's very important. And mm-hmm. remember I said that I thought my love language had changed. And mm-hmm. you said it didn't. You're right. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I know. <laughs> phone with you I was I was still having a conversation about it Uh and I'm like thinking about the ways that I do things when in regard to you Mm -hmm. and I think I definitely probably use the same example on the phone I'm like I could be like oh friend I brought this over for you because you're like oh girl thanks so much yes and it makes my life that I right right so you're not someone who asks for a lot Mm -hmm. and that's why the acts of service is a lot because you don't require it but it's consideration it's yeah. just nice to have someone do things for you when you don't have to ask and because we share a brain at times yes that's it. I know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I already know what yes. I can do to help you out so yeah, yeah. acts of service God okay all of her tapestries <laughs> tapestries, tapestries on Etsy. Yeah. Go to Love Always by Nia Imani. Oh, thank you. Go ahead and go ahead and purchase, share. Okay. Yes. yes. A form of active service. That is her business. Thank you. And you even saying that is an active service. So thank you for speaking my love yes. language. I appreciate for that. Sure. <laughs> okay. If I could put a, a good man on to my friend, I will put a good man on. And if you are going to take the step to buy the tapestry, then you might just be a good man. <laughs> this is true. You might. <laughs> Um, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, this has been a good one. 
I really yes. hope that people are thinking about their boundaries if they haven't already and mm-hmm. they're going to formulate a way to discuss them with their significant other. And this, you know, it's it's okay to have a little butterfly in your stomach like, okay, I gotta say this, I gotta say this. That's me. That's me when it comes to oh, adult God, ass Nia. questions and relationships. Oh my God, I don't know her. She's so <laughs> let me oh, shut up, because that's and the funny thing is I used to have to go through this by my I didn't have to I used to put myself through this by myself because I was so vehemently private private about Mm -hmm. my life period um Mm -hmm. especially in my relationship like nobody knew shit really unless they Mm -hmm. were in front of us or something I posted on social media so when I was about to have a serious conversation there was no me calling anybody and not Kanisha nobody not because I didn't have friends but because I was just trying to do everything myself and you don't Mm -hmm. have to do things by yourself like that's one of the biggest things I've learned last year and I cherish my bestie Kanisha for being there and helping me uh be more open about things because what the (laughs) I don't know what I was doing all this time like giving myself anxiety like okay all right, you got this. I'm Issa in the mirror. Like, all right, bitch, we're going to say this, this and that. If I say this back to you, you're going to be like, bop, 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 wop, 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 and then you're out. Walk out. Nia was stressing me out. I'm like, friend, I don't even understand how you thought that, why did you, why would you do that to me? But why are you doing that to us? Like, let us help you. We're here. We want to help you. Yes. So if you're, oh, okay. (laughs) And now you see my ridiculousness. Fucking ridiculous. I just, I just, you know, but you also helped me through mine. So that's why I'm like, girl, I get it. Because here I was doing the same damn thing that you were. What is wrong with us? Right. Just out here trying to be super women because that's how we were raised to be self-sufficient, independent. You know, Uh, nobody else. Only way to get it done right is to do it yourself. Like that was my motto. So I'm just like, who knows me better than me? Me. Actually, no. My best friends know me better than me. Clearly, because I didn't even know I was freaking out loose, and here I am, just paying attention to him and shit. I'm gonna bring that up for the rest of my life because I cannot believe I didn't know. I didn't know. I just, I just want to point out the fact that the face, like the level of annoyance that you had when you read that, was like, I don't know what this shit is talking about. The whole time, sis was reading her profile, her birthday natal chart. She was like, oh, okay, yep, that makes sense. And then a loose came out, but she was like, nope, this thing is wrong. <laughs> I don't know who wrote this, but they don't know me, not this Aquarius. And we uh, were like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then by the end of, like, the paragraph, she was like, I mean, maybe a little sometimes. <laughs> like, nigga, if you don't. Oh friend. my god! And now every time she's like, I mean, I'm a little aloof. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, and it's friends like funny. mine that help me <laughs> diagnose these things about myself, so that when I am being ridiculous about sending a text message or deciding on something, it's like, okay, that's why. Now press send and be done with it. <laughs> Listen, we all make the most. Every human being on this earth has made life harder for themselves. Oh my God! Why? Why? And we t- because that's what we're taught to do. We're taught <sighs> to true. make everything complicated. Nobody's like, let me make it easier. For you. That's true. Here's the way you make it harder. Here's social mm-hmm. media. Like, oh wait, my what? God. <laughs> oh God, that really making yeah. So that's oh, another no. topic. Anywho, right? <laughs> um, so here right. we are closing it out. Do you have a love bomb, friend? Um, I wanna. 
give an extension, an invitation to people as my love bomb. Like, okay, maybe you don't have a best friend like I do who's there to help you through your ridiculousness. Um, And maybe we can't be there every day for every little thing. But if there's a big talk that you want to have with someone who you love, whether it's platonic or romantic, hit us up. Tell us what it is because two heads are better than one and three heads are better than that. So we can help guide you (laughs) through... (laughs) That was off the dome, friend. I'm just, that was you know, good. I'm, I'm over here like, you know, I love a good situation. So I'm probably <laughs> like, it is what it is. <laughs> I was going to roll with it like it was just a thing. But <laughs> like, I was proud of that. I fucked with her. So whatever she wants to do, we're doing. <laughs> I was proud of that one. But yes. No. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Just you can't. see the ridicu- ridiculousness that ensues. Um, and, but we can be that for you if you need us to. So. We can help you frame a way of talking things out because, yeah, you know, everything is not a script. Life is not a TV show, but it definitely helps when you could have someone to bounce ideas off of. So if you feel like you don't have anybody, which like 25 percent of the people who took our poll last week said that they felt that way. Hit us up on Instagram. You thought it, we said it. Slide in our DM. Send us an email. You thought it, we said it at gmail.com. Tell us the situations. Mm -hmm. We are not experts by any means, but we will give you information based on our experiences. And then you can use that information to help yourself with your situation. So that's my love. We're here for you. I love that. Thank you, friend, for uh, putting it out there. Yes, everyone. We... We're just here. We're just here to be your millennial besties. Yes. Even if it's um, in your head or just for a situation, yeah. whatever you need. For sure. Um, Not for, I mean, I don't know about life, but whatever. <laughs> whatever we We're here. We do our best. What's mm-hmm. your love bomb? Um, My love bomb is, uh, hmm. Boundaries are just as much for other people as they are for yourself. Mm-hmm. And because you love yourself a lot, first and foremost, you create them so that you know how to navigate the world and so that people know how to navigate around you. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I think that we've got a, a negative connotation around boundaries and I just want people to understand how much love you have to show yourself in order to tell people no. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you start to set them, you will see how much your mental health is increased. You will see how much your actual physical health increases because not only do you feel empowered, you feel supported. And people respect someone who has boundaries because that means that you know you and you know what you want and you know what you don't. And there's nothing that I appreciate more than an efficient ass person. Tell me how to love you, please. Yeah. So I don't have to be out here uh, juggling balls and <laughs> holding my nose and rubbing my belly singing rubber baby bubby. Du- like, <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> Tell me what you want, please. Okay, so we can stop playing charades. I'm tired. <laughs> so if you don't want people to love you the wrong way and people to love you the way that they love themselves, put boundaries in place to show people how you love you. Mm-hmm. That. Amen. Yes, friend. Another episode of You Thought It. We, we said it. it. <laughs> I was like a Betty. I just want to throw something. I know. My hat. I need a graduation cap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
mean, everyone visualize a graduation and everyone <laughs> throwing their caps up when they said the class of 2020. <laughs> Woo! Or yeah. three, two, one. <laughs> Happy New Year! All the confetti. That's, that's how we feel every time we end the uh, We Thought It, We Said It episode. Yes, it makes us feel good because we know that this is going to connect to some spirited person out there who's going to be like, you know what, they right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. their voice? <laughs> yes. That is it. Oh, you know what? They right. <laughs> yes, baritone. Give him a girl. Minute. Okay, well, let me get off this damn thing before I start making up voices. <laughs> All right, well, make sure y'all subscribe to us so you can hear our ridiculousness. I said that word at least 17 times this episode because <laughs> that's just what it is. <laughs> it's just what it is. Because we are, we, we are. are. Oh my god! It's but so good too. Y'all like it, and we love it. So we're yeah. here for you, and we want you to subscribe so you know whenever we drop a new episode. We do it once a week, and we're coming to the end of our season. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! But if you're subscribed, you'll know when season three be. Oh my god! Season three, girl. Whoa, whoa! We are Liddy in the yes. city. <laughs> you'll know when that starts so make sure you subscribe rate us we take five stars we're five star oh, chicks yes. and um like yeah right share this episode mm-hmm. with someone who may need to set some boundaries in their life or mm-hmm. who maybe you want to set boundaries with and maybe you've already mm-hmm. said it to them and they're still kind of like uh, I don't know where this is coming from like oh here you go <laughs> Someone else told me something funny one day, and I'm going to let you listen to it. And go. then just put the podcast on. Exactly. This is a great conversation starter, by the way. Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm not saying that because, of my, um, because it's my podcast. I'm saying it because <laughs> it's authentic. <laughs> yes. Um, and, of course, on Wednesdays, you can join us on Instagram Live. You should, because it's a great time. It is. Uh, it really is. So... As you're following us on social media at You Thought It, We Said It, we're going to go ahead and post a time every week that we'll jump on the IG Live. And because the podcast is winding down for this season, you don't want to miss these last few. So jump on, join us this week. Um, we'll be talking about this episode that we're going to drop. And I'll be in Tokyo. Woo! I'm so excited. Yay. Yes. It's or I'll be, be inside, I'll be in somebody's country next week. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know what time zone I'm going to be in. So. Um, and yeah, we're going to kill the game. So join us, follow us, social media, click the link in our bio so that you can join um, and listen to the podcast on all the major po- platforms that they're on. And we'll see you guys soon. Later. Later.